What's up, everybody? This episode of the Slacker Cast was recorded completely at random. This is Greg, aka at MegaGAC on Twitter, and um, I was talking with uh, Slacker Cast frequent Lawrence, aka Lolo at Lolo Boy on Twitter, and we were just driving around talking about uh, some movies and mostly uh, the classic uh, 80s movie Christine. I think it was 1985 when it came out. We were talking about that, a little bit of professional wrestling. We just had a bite to eat, and as we were talking, I told him, I was like, this make a great podcast, so we just started recording, so hope you guys enjoy what you hear. It was pretty funny. We had a couple laughs out of it, and uh, if you like more, just, uh, you know, like us on Facebook, check us out on Twitter, and uh, just comment, let us know you want more. Thanks for listening. All right, so we were talking about the uh, Christine I had the the greatest villain Man, character the of all time. They should have gave him a fucking Oscar <laughs> for bully. So, what, what was his name again? But Buddy Rep. Yeah, Buddy fucking Repperton. Buddy Repperton. Buddy Repperton. He sounds like a bully. They don't make him like that. Man, man. had a. Like I said, he looked like a damn bully with the sideburns and the hair and the fucking his tools, like his gear. Like he went shopping at a fucking bullies <laughs> R Us. He had a fucking switchblade. They don't even. That's not even legal now. And he looked. He like. He looked thirty years old. He looked like <laughs> he was in high school. Man, he must have said, "Fuck that graduating shit." Man, I'm about to chill down. He wasn't even that part of the school. Man. He, he's pro- he's probably that student that could never get enough credits to graduate because he was always being suspended or some shit. So he just stuck around in school. He's like thirty years old and still in fu- still a senior. That shit didn't make no sense. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he uh, he took Arnie's lunch from him. Did this little move where he holds it back with his hand. He holds it back with his hands like. I'm not. Like I'm a, not sure how Arnie couldn't still grab it with this move that he was doing. Because he was gonna but. grab his nuts. <laughs> he said that lunch ain't worth it. My balls getting grabbed by this grown ass man. I would have been uncomfortable too. And then his friend, I forgot that we can't. What was he doing in class with that motherfucker? <laughs> like, like that just should be an iso- like, like con- isolation confinement. Bullshit from the beginning is why? Why did he even? Why was Arnie even this guy's friend? The the one the the cool jock guy that we can't remember his name. Yeah, that cool jock guy was nice. That was the whole thing of the movie. He was nice to Bud. He was nice to Arnie, right? He had sympathy for him. He was the cool. He was that. He was that nice guy <laughs> that tries to be friends with all the weird kids. You know what I mean? That tries to get to know them. The, the outcasts. But it it still didn't really make sense. Well, they they mentioned that they were friends from from young age. Yeah, that's cool. They, yeah, they, so. Yeah, I guess they grew up on the same block or some yeah, shit. So yeah. yeah, that that's happened. So I mean, you can make sense out of that. And then, fucking Arnie goes to school. Has still with this bully. Got got the got the old bald man that comes in and catches him. You know, you know what the hell's going on in here? See, they don't make them motherfuckers like that. He, you made him sound whiny, but he in that movie was very calm and like Jesus. Like he walked in there and then everyone else. He was, he was very teacher like. Yeah. But he was them teachers you don't see no more. Like the motherfuckers, like you can yell at him and he just looked at you like, like what the, are we fucking done? Do the thing, <laughs> buddy. <said to> <laughs> he, he said, he said, empty your pockets out, buddy. No, at first he comes in, and then he's asking, you know, he's like, he's like, what's going on in here? And, you know, I can't, uh, we'll just call him Jock Guy since we neither one of us can remember his name. Then, like, uh, Arnie's Jock Guy friend is, like, you know, trying to help Arnie out because they're bullying Arnie. He's like, Ripperton's got a knife. (laughs) Ripperton already started, and he's like, you fucking liar. Yeah, just the way the (laughs) tone, like, damn. Just the tone. You fucking liar. 
like that older brother that you just don't fucking like. Man. And you notice it's how his your shit. Because he had like that perfect like 80s, 70s hair. His hair bounced with like everything he said. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, you fucking liar. Dude, that hair was, deserves an Oscar by itself, man. I don't he's know like, he's like he come on, buddy. Empty your pockets. He's like, fuck I will. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> I will. This dude is like, man, I don't know what the fuck a write-up is. Those shits don't affect me. And then he says, he's like, I'll do it or I'll empty my pockets out yourself. <laughs> and buddy, you know, decides to start going off. Yeah, try it, you little ball fuck. I'll knock you through the wall. Fuck! <laughs> he had Tourette's or something. I don't, I don't get the last fuck. Was that just to, you know, let him know? He's like, I, hey, I'm badass. That was him trying to be badass not knowing what the fuck to really say in I mean, the situation. He was, he was kind of a buff fucking guy for a high school kid. Ooh, right? What kind of workout regimen did this dude have going on? But then again, we already established he was like 30 years old, so yeah, he'd grown into a man at that yeah, point. And he had like one class on his schedule, like I told you, that auto auto mechanics, <laughs> which they don't even have a class like that, and where you just fuck mess with cars like that, a fucking Joe's Body Shop in their school, like what? They don't, yeah, they, they don't teach shit like that in school nowadays. Yeah, they said fuck that shit. That was an 80s exclusive. But, um, past that part, past the, that's our favorite part. We get, we get into the part where the car possesses Arnie. Yes, the most beautiful car in the world possesses Arnie. The boy did it look like a piece of shit when he first bought it. Yeah, it looked like a piece of shit after uh, Buddy Repertin got a hold of it. <laughs> Man, they fucked that car. Watching up. that, I, I closed my eyes on that scene because it's like. Damn, it's like a snuff film. The way they did, like, they weren't even acting. They really f hated this fucking guy, like Offset. I just, I couldn't believe it. They took a shit in his car, man. <laughs> That's something I would do if I hated someone. I would take a shit on your dashboard. But um, so didn't you hate that old detective? I mean, I hated that motherfucker. <laughs> he just came out of nowhere. He was kind of just doing his job, though. He, I don't like him as like he is. It, I don't know. He just popped in and was like, "Hey, doing the cop, good cop thing where he's on to you, but he's saying all oh, nice shit, trying to get be your buddy." Oh, that's as you know. I didn't think they made this shade of red anymore. Yeah, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> I, I just I can't get over Buddy Ripperton, man. Oh yeah, you you left out too that they you know when they got in a little scuffle in there before the teacher came. Yeah, that you know the the you, you commented on how. The fat guy went and grabbed his, the, grabbed the jock's yeah, balls. Yeah, I said, this is some 80s shit, man. They, don't do, they can't do that in a movie now. No, no teen shit. Cut open fucking Arnie's lunch. Just spilled it all over the floor. Ooh, it made him watch. And then he slipped on it. Broke his fucking glasses. He broke or his no, glasses. Yes, no, he... he Sexually assaulted them. Oh, wait, yeah, we didn't, we didn't get past this to implement more how much of a bully he is. Not only did Arnie slip on his own lunch, drop his glasses, but then fucking Repperton does the ultimate bully move. And just does the slow step on him. Yeah. Breaks the glasses. Then it was like, damn, what the fuck this kid do to you, buddy? I but, think bullies back then, just, that was a full-time job, man. Honestly, that was some shit. Like, when you found your nerd, well, you were the happiest. That was like Christmas. Because you were on their asses, man. It kind of makes that kind of makes the people who shoot up schools and shit today that blame it on bullying kind of pussies, huh? They didn't well, have they, to deal with bullies like Buddy. Their bullies are someone who might call him fat or something like it. Look at this dude, man. This we're, we're, we're sitting out here on, on the beach in uh, Gulfport, and we got this 
guy out here parasailing, man, in the sand. In sand. This guy just He was in the water, now he's on the sand. This this sail's pulling pulling the shit out of this guy. Either he's trying to get that thing down and he just can't because the fucking wind's strong. We need to help him. <laughs> or he is doing some extreme sporting thing where he's making up. Parasailing on sand <laughs> on the beach. I mean, it, it was straight dragging him. Mm-hmm. What, if, what, if, what if he just, like, fucking, it just, he just flew away with it like some fucking... Oh, man, he starts screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, we didn't see shit. Let's get out of here right now. We didn't know. We weren't there. But, uh, it's a nice day on the beach. Very beautiful today. Very beautiful. No, no, no women out here for you? Uh, no women today. It's a, it's a guy's day. So. But, but yes, uh, to continue on with our our watch of Christine here, our, our, our reminiscing of it, then we, we get to where Christine starts taking out these people one by one. Do you think Arnie was in the car most of the time, or he Christine it. was just doing it by herself? Well, Christine was doing it, she was doing the murders by himself. That was to, to shed more sympathy for Arnie, to make him not a dick, you know, like a monster monster. He was a dick, don't get me wrong, he got possessed, like, but he wasn't a murderer, he wasn't evil. The car itself was the fucking thing that was evil. This is Stephen King stuff, so this is a match made in heaven. This story, Stephen King's writing, and just this. I mean, she was she was killing off people left and right too. The dude in the beginning, when she was on the assembly line, decides he's gonna drop yeah. his fucking ashes in, in her seat, and she didn't like that shit. This yeah. guy just mysteriously dies. Yeah, see, Christine was like a woman of her own. That was like, she got jealous of the other chick, the other girlfriend. She spent time, tried to kill the girlfriend. Tried to choke the shit out of her by making her swallow some shit. How do you feel about the music that the car played all the time? That, Wasn't it that great? classic 60s? I yes. love this shit, man. Or 50s, yeah, rock and roll. That fit the time, the, the imagery, and everything so wonderfully. The fat dude, I'm glad he got killed. It was kind of corny, I thought, but you said you, you disagree. How they, how they, well, I mean... He, he had ample time to run away from a car. It wasn't he was trapped, away. man. He could have ran into a house, a he, building. He, he's the dumbass who ran down a little corridor thinking, Oh, the car can't fit through here. I'm safe. Now, See, well, well, this is what the fat guy was thinking. He ran down this little alleyway. He thought that Arnie was in the car. So he runs down the little, the little you know, truck stop, because that's where it was, where a truck loads into a store or something like that. How it does that little dip. He was thinking, okay, well, I'm safe here because it can't, you know, which that kind of didn't fucking make sense anyway because this car's <laughs> wider than the back of a, a, tra- a truck trailer. But beyond that, he didn't feel like, he didn't feel like the car could fit. Yeah. So he decides, <laughs> right here, and then he's like, yeah, what are you gonna do now, little fucker? Yeah. Tries tries to pull his little bullshit, and then Christine decides, oh well, I fixed myself, motherfucker. So I'm just gonna drive through here and just. Like, dude, I don't run Squash. off this fucking engine. Then we find out later that he was actually cut in half by the car through this, so that was... Kind of disturbing. Glad they didn't show that. But, to continue on, that detective comes back, too, just on Arnie's ass. Yes. Like, damn, motherfucker, the... you got no other leads? <laughs> it's fine. I mean... And it's funny. He took a shit on his dashboard. He was like, man, I'd be mad, too. They took a show. And Arnie's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. Arnie, Arnie just kind of played nonchalant. He, like, shit wipes off. I liked, see, I liked him when he turned evil. He played it really good, how he was like, I don't give a fuck. How, how did you like when Christine finally revealed herself? That she's got, you know, that that she's got these special powers. Or they, that was more, see, more than just a car. Those special effects were good for the time. That when, surprised me. Whenever he just, you know, the, the fucking mirror, or what was what was it that repaired itself first? Was It was like the little fender, right? Yeah, Something the on fender, the fender. Yeah. Something on the fender, you know, does a little sound. Yeah. 
fixes itself. That was a terrible sound effect, by the way. I could have done much better. But, so she, you know, Christine fixes herself on there. Arnie sees us. He's like, what the fuck? And he handled it way cool, by the way. The car just fixed itself. <laughs> he, he grabbed no phone. I guess he already... Oh, it was the 80s. No phones. They didn't have YouTube. I guess he already suspected that, you know, something was up with the car anyway. And then, and stands then in front of it. And he just does that classic. And he's like, show me. Lights come on. Does a little sound. Does a little, you know, classic 80s little sound effect when something crazy happens. Yes, sir. And then the car... Start repairing itself, which, like what you was just saying, I thought it looked pretty good for the time. Yeah, very good. You believe this car is alive, and uh, when they went to kill Buddy Repperton, the whole gas station explosion, it was epic. I liked it. When it drove up at first, and that one guy was kind of just sitting there, and the car just rammed him and knocked the shit out of him, that was a. Uh, it looked pretty damn good. I mean, showed you what, like, yeah, this is what happens if a car hits a guy at full speed, huh? Yeah. yeah. Keep in mind, it's only whatever rating it got. I'm not sure if it was rated R or not. I believe it was, just because of the language alone. Yeah, but for the 80s, though, they were going to show a guy getting you know, his guts, you know, some Rob Zombie shit, and they were going to go that far. But, but yes, they, uh... It just has that 80s charm to it, you know? The bully, the, the, the jock, and just the little cliches they have in there. That you don't see anymore because they're cliche, but they work for this movie. So. Yes, uh, very much, very much love that movie. So, are you gonna go? Uh, are you gonna buy that for Halloween? The Buddy Repperton costume? If there, if there was a Buddy <laughs> Repperton costume or Repperton, whatever his last name was, I would so buy that shit. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. really think I could pull it off. I ain't exactly got the uh, the stature for that. But I need to Google that guy to see. Was he in any other movie? I can't imagine him looking any fucking different. With a clean cut and shit in a suit. Hell no. Nah. He's probably he's probably been in shit today and is like a businessman or something in like modern day shit. Yeah. Come to find out, he's like the coolest guy ever. I wonder if this guy's Filipino. He looks Filipino. Would you be like, hey, I'm married to a Filipino. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I, you know, I, I gotta admit, I'm guilty of doing that at work. Like, if I, if I'll see somebody that I suspect is Filipino, I'll do the whole you know, Filipino. And they're like, yeah. And then of course I'm like, my wife is Filipino. What go on with the bullshit? And, and in their mind, they're like, I'm just starting start a whole fake conversation. Yeah. I don't know about this guy walking up talking to himself though with his shirt off. This is. Get some ass for crazy man. Abs and a gut. Do the noise of the homeless guy that came to Walmart. The homeless guy, what? Remember the guy that would bark at people? Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that guy. He, uh... Barker McBarkerton? I kind of miss that guy. That that guy used to come in, you know, he'd sit outside, smoke a cigarette with his eyes rolling in the back of his head and shit. Then he'd come in the store and do his laps around the store, sprinting. Yeah. And start doing his barking. I don't even I don't even remember too. I, I think it was like ah ah ah. Oh yeah, ooh, he, ooh. yeah. He would do <laughs> he would do the whole. He'd be like he'd be like ah ah ooh ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fans were looking like oh my god, what the fuck is this dude? Did doing? you ever see him when he like stopped at the TV wall and would just like talk to the TVs? I talk to the TVs with his eyes rolling. In yeah, the back of his me head and, and Alexis saw that. We thought. <laughs> This dude just put a spell on our fucking TVs. I'm not touching them. 
the motherfuckers. We have Christine on that motherfucker coming to life, coming to TV, and I didn't fuck with the dude at all. He can't walk in my direction. I walked the other way. So I gave you a couple homework assignments to watch Prince of Darkness and In the Mouth of Madness. Yes, sir. And I had given you one, and you actually accomplished it. Langoliers. Yes, yes sir. The Langoliers. What'd you think? I thought it was interesting. It was very long, but. What's funny is when I remember the movie, it's not long. Because the, the main parts are very short. But the, the movie itself is three hours long. It's weird. It, it, got me one, it got me wondering where it was going. I didn't expect... I suspected that maybe they were in some kind of time paradox or something like that. But as we talked about, when you finally find, see with the Langoliers at the end, towards the end of the movie, even though they looked so fucking fake, the fakeness about them is what made them creepy. Like, kind of like the old Puppet Master movies. The puppet, the puppets in the Puppet Master movies looked so puppet, puppety. <laughs> but they were still creepy as fuck. Just, I don't know what it is, man. Older movies just seem to do it better. It's because all these newer movies are nothing about fucking jump scares. Jump, jump scares is not real fear. Man, they just, I don't know if they, they it's like they watched scary movies that worked. The 78 Halloween. And it's like they, they just didn't know what made those scary. It's like they said, oh, if he jumps out at people, that, that's good enough, right? But that, I hate jump scares. And everyone hates jump scares. Audiences hate jump scares. You do it too much, they end up sighing. You, you hear them. Do you know what movies kind of did the jump scares thing, you know, kind of made it famous? Who's that? I, I, well, I mean, I don't know if they're the ones that are solely responsible. But the paranormal, even though I like them, the paranormal movie, paranormal activities were big, uh... Big, oh, yeah. That was how they worked. Big proprietors to that shit. Was, was how they, uh... Yes, sir. The first Paranormal Activity I really liked. I, I gotta admit it. It did a good job, and... With, with some of the things they did in the movie that made it seem real and scary. And then, as the series progressed on, it just got worse. And worse. Still trying to get you into watching professional wrestling, WWE. Uh, yes, sir. I'll get back in here. Uh, just so we have something to talk about. But UFC is kind of what we've been doing. Yeah. We. Are you excited? Are, are you excited about this Conor McGregor? Always. Oh, versus Eddie, Eddie Alvarez, who you Connor. didn't even know who the fuck he was. <laughs> Eddie Alvarez, some guy I've never even heard of. He's only the light heavyweight champ, or the light not light heavyweight. I, 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 I'm light new to this, guys. I'm new to this. Come on, I'm 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 new. Just coming in. You got to start somewhere. Journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. However you want to do it. But Conor McGregor can fight a cardboard box. I'm in. I'm excited. This guy is fun to watch. He's got a lot of hype. He can promote himself. You said yourself. You said you hate whenever the fighter when they win a fight and they ask him, "Who are you going to fight next? Who do you want to fight? What do they say?" <laughs> more more than anything now, I I, I just and I. I look forward to the build-up more than the fights. Okay, so when they say something like cliche, like whoever Dana gives me. Oh God, <laughs> uh, I know this. Th this is something that's been that's been discussed on many different MMA podcasts and websites and I things didn't, see, like I that. didn't know that. I didn't know but that it's it's the truth, and I've even heard it on Chael Sonnen's podcast. When they come out there and they're asked the question, so uh, you know what what what, what do you want to do next? Who do you want to fight next? You're like. Of, you know, anyone the UFC gives me or, you know, whoever, you know, Dana White or, uh, you know, uh, fucking, not Eric Silva, um, fucking Joe Silva decides that uh, I, I want to fight next, you know, 
I'm, I'm game for anything. No, that's not what you fucking say. You come out there if if you're if you're fighting for the damn uh, featherweight for like Conor McGregor or something like that, you'd be like, I want to fight Conor McGregor. I want to bust that motherfucker's ass. Give me Conor McGregor. Give me any, give me whatever it takes for me to get to Conor McGregor. I don't care. Top one, two, three, four, five, whatever the next fight that I gotta fight that I fight Conor McGregor afterwards. That's the fight I want. Because it's all about the build-up. See, that's where the, the wrestling has them trumped, is that they are entertainers. They're, they sell their shit. So, the wrestling's fake, though. <laughs> so he could say anything to the biggest it, motherfucker. And guess what? <laughs> doesn't matter as long as you're entertaining. That's what people want. People want entertainment. They don't even really care so much if it's real anymore, as long as it's entertaining. I mean, come on, reality TV is fake as fuck, but people love that shit because it seems real. Mm. It, it seems real and it's entertaining. That's all they care about. They just want that drama, and wrestling will give you that drama. Not so much like that here. I think I seen uh, Kane crying about some shit like. Uh... And Goldberg came back. Come on, man. I, I gotta admit, I marked out for that. More than Sting? You said more than Sting. I'm sorry. I did. Sting. I marked out more but than here's, that. Here's my thing on it, Greg. Goldberg had come back before. He, he came back on WWE territory. But th th no, this is the difference. Speared the Rock. This is why. This is why this is is such a big deal. Same as it'll be as if Stone Cold ever comes back. Because Sting was still wrestling. Sting was in TNA. He was doing his thing. Stuff like that. So, I mean, everybody knew Sting was still active. So, when he came to WWE, it wasn't as big of a market. It was awesome that he, you finally got to are, see him in WWE. Are you sure? He headlined the fucking man, uh, the WrestleMania with uh, Triple H. Yes, he was in TNA. Sting but, was in TNA for the longest. TNA, everyone can agree. TNA is a smaller promotion. But it doesn't matter. Sting was still active in wrestling. That's the point you're not getting. No, Goldberg he, was completely done with wrestling. Had so nothing to do with it. WWE. He didn't make the special guest appearance to Spear Rock? No. He didn't do, when Rock became a heel, he came back to whatever town, and then Goldberg How, came out of the... Goldberg had not been in a WWE ring or even made an appearance in WWE in 12 years. Well, because 12 years ago, he was in the WWE. Sting didn't. Whenever NWO or whenever the WCW crossed over with WWE, Sting was not a part of that. Remember? Yeah, people because were Sting pissed was, because of that. People yeah. were like, we want to see Sting. He's the franchise. <clears throat> well, he wouldn't sign with him. Because of loyalty and all that stuff. And people are still pissed to this day that all those years, 14 years went by without Sting. The whole thing in with, WWE. The whole thing with Sting is when WCW was bought out. Yeah. He felt like it would be like you know betraying yeah, exactly. him somehow to go to WWE. So he never set foot in a WWE ring until recently. Until Goldberg coming back recently, I think is bigger than Sting coming to WWE. That's just a... Sting was like that because because Goldberg had made it known throughout his career he didn't really enjoy professional wrestling that much. Okay. He he you know he 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 was mostly doing it for the money. Doing it to, you know, be a little role model to kids and such like that. And he, you know, had a lot of problems with it the whole time he was there. So, for him to come back, knowing that he wasn't crazy about the business to begin with, didn't, like, you know, evolve through the business or nothing. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, amazing. The only thing that's going to be more amazing than that is if Stone Cold comes back and wrestles one more match. Okay, I can see that, man. Stone Cold was the it was an icon. Cause Stone Cold, you know, his career ended earlier than it should have. He was so fucking good, so big. I think he was bigger than Hogan. I think he was bigger than Hogan, bigger than The Rock, bigger than all of them. I can I can see that, yeah. 
And The Rock, oh my God, was big, man. And for somebody bigger than him, Stone Cold Steve Austin, get out of here, man. And Chris Jericho beat them both on the same night. How do you feel about that? I, I loved it at the time because it was unexpected. <laughs> it should have been Mankind. <laughs> you know, I actually do something at work now that, that's one of Jericho's little gimmicks. Jericho has this little gimmick right now to where he's like... He carries around this little clipboard and he calls it his list. Mm -hmm. And he's all the time putting people on the list. The list of Jericho. And the people who are on the list, at some point, he says, are going to get it. Just it. They're going to get it. So, I started doing this at work as a little source of entertainment. Tear a little piece of receipt, paper, receipt tape paper off. Mm -hmm. Put at the top of it the list. And throughout the day, I'll put people on the list. Any names in particular? Um, an associate I work with that goes by the name of, we'll just call her... Um, well, I know it's a hers. So. We'll, we'll just call her A. I put uh, I put A on the list. Okay. For, um, I think she said something to me that was a little weird. Alright. Kind of struck me as odd. So I said, you know what? You know what, A? Putting you on the list. So I pulled out my list out of my pocket. Wrote her name down on it. I know who you're talking about. Dash next to it and said, talks too weird. Talks too weird? <laughs> it's kinda, I was kind of busy with something at the moment. Customer comes to me and wants a TV. Mm -hmm. I was annoyed with how they asked me about it. So as I'm walking to go get this TV, since they trucked off ahead, you know, full speed, like it was the last fucking TV on earth. Looked at, looked at my other associate and I'm like, you know what? Customers going on the list. It's a little fun thing I do. Take take my wrestling to work with me. Okay. I like it. It's fun. My favorite thing about wrestling was, and Sting's done, right? Yes. His neck got fucked up. God, you are such. A st We've already went through this. The only fucking reason you like Sting is because Sting is like Batman to you. He it's fucking Sting. comes down from the fucking rafters like like some kind of fucking bat in the night and fucking. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> that? That right there was it's all about gimmick. Everyone knows your gimmick was the thing that sold you. He's basically was just a dude. Man. He's basically the same thing as if the crow and Batman okay, and combined into the same Goldberg character. Is like Stone Cold Steve Austin minus the beers. There, but their gimmick was nothing alike. Goldberg was like the unstoppable fucking monster that nobody could just beat. Stone Cold was all about you know sticking it to the man. That's funny, man, because I'm talking about, appear like, about appearance-wise. They didn't look cool appearance-wise. They looked like normal guys. They did look cool, though. The whole, they're the ones who they started the okay, bald head shape. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, my fucking look today is still based off their fucking yeah, character. Look, I, I can see why you like Goldberg. <laughs> you look like a mini Goldberg. The funny thing is, is when he was in WCW, I rooted against him so much. Was he a heel or a face? He was a face, but because... um. I, I just wanted him to lose. I, I hated that. No, he, dude, you know who they should bring back into WWE? Who? Raven. No, Ra Raven's a washed up now, man. Not what he used to be. His gimmick was cool at the time. I, I remember when Goldberg beat Raven, I was so pissed. I was so sure. I was like, yeah, this is going to be the one. 
Raven's the first real challenge that he's going to have. Like, he's going to charge into Raven with that spear. Raven's going to kick him and give him that even flow DDT. That ain't what fucking happened. Goldberg speared the shit out of him, speared him out of his fucking boots, lifted him up, jackhammer, pin, one, two, three. <laughs> and Raven was done after that? <laughs> Wasn't done, but... I mean, I was kind of... Where the streak, you know, he first he started taking out big names after that. Goldberg. Yeah. I mean, this dude even put the jackhammer on the giant, the Big Show, as we know him now. <laughs> but you know, as much as I like Goldberg, whenever promoting that WWE 2K game, <laughs> I'm glad you brought that. What what the fuck was that, with the, that trailer? Yes. You, you know, I, I, you try, you, you told me about this trailer and I watched it. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I thought I was the only one that felt that. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Why is Goldberg? I thought he was gonna fight the cops. Like he, they came over there to be like, let's go arrest Goldberg. I thought he was gonna spear the shit out of them, Jack Cameron. <laughs> the motherfucker went with the cops in the back of the cop car. <laughs> that was the trailer, and it's like, okay, I guess he's not a bad. It's like if you're like, yeah, it's about to be a badass. Oh, never that, mind. That, that doesn't even make sense, you know. Back when Goldberg was, you know, in WCW, he always got the security escort and shit that was cool I was like oh this dude's so badass you know they gotta protect him from you know but yeah but here's the thing anybody that doesn't know that doesn't see like any kid watching that like what the <laughs> so he went to jail that's the game <laughs> oh yeah that's what doesn't make sense first off he's in this shack out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, like some, like some grandpa's shed. We don't even know what he's doing there. And then the fucking cops come to get him. They make it look like they're coming after him. Then we come to find out, I guess they're supposed to be some kind of escort. And then, he, then he's in the back of the car like he was arrested. What did he get arrested for? Living in the fucking woods? In a shack? <laughs> and that's not only the thing. It's that there was an explosion. They had to blow him out of the fucking shed. They couldn't yes. knock... Like That's right. People? I forgot there was an explosion. What was the explosion? And that made it so much. What was he doing? Cooking meth in there? <laughs> he said, "I gotta get ready for this match." <laughs> but here's the thing: is that the explosion made it seem like, "Oh shit, this is about to be it." Go and, like, then, and then, of course, they they start playing his music as he's being hauled away in the back of a car. The boom, boom, dum, dum, dum. And fucking, he's being hauled away in the back of a damn cop car. And he's looking out the window. He's looking out the window like, God damn, I should have... Like, if I just stayed retired. Damn, he looks like he's mad too. I came out of retirement for this shit just to be fucking arrested? This is some bullshit. That was, like, that was what he did back in the day? That was it? He just got arrested? That was all his gimmick was? He was so badass they had to arrest him. It was obviously playing, paying homage to the old... They just did that wrong. Very executed. Play. I don't understand what the fuck they were thinking with that fucking trailer. I don't... They... they it's like they had... It's like they brought two people in. Someone who decided, oh yeah, this is how we're going to start it. Yeah. And then that guy got fired and someone else came in and finished <laughs> it. Without even looking at the original guy's work. They should... No. They should have left out that cop car where he's in the back of the cop car. it looks like he's very disappointed. Like, he's, <laughs> like he just got nabbed. For like trying to rob a bank, he's like, "Oh, rats! They got me!" Like they should have left that part out and have him just being escorted with the music playing, right, and the thumping, and then him coming towards the ring and showing cutscenes of him in the computer animation with the sparks and his intro, and the Goldberg returns. Not him in the fucking cop car like he's defeated. Like what the fuck? Such a badass intro, by the way. Yes, thank you. I will say that his intro was was very epic. I will say that. 
I don't know if it's more epic than the Demon King Finn Balor's though. Man. Actually, it probably was. Finn Finn Balor's intro, honestly. Close that door, man. You farted. So? You stuck in here with your fart, man. <laughs> it, it absorbed into the seat, man. It's fine. Farts don't get absorbed. It's in loud seats. as fuck out there. We're trying to do podcasts here. Close that door. Interrupting shit. What are, what are we looking at here? <laughs> yeah, that's what people want to hear is us hum the fucking Goldberg theme. I gotta admit, it is a really fucking nah, epic theme. Steams is cool. Which one? His original? Man, called Steam! No, not that fucking one. The crow one. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. With the drones? Sounds like some Batman shit. That's why you fucking love it. We've established this. Because there had never been anything like that, dude. He came with the, the crow look out the rafters. People were looking like, who the fuck That's is That's where you're this? wrong. There had been something like it before. It was called fucking Brandon Lee and the Crow. And then Sting's just like, yeah, fuck it, he's dead. I can rob his gimmick. Bring it to wrestling. He, he won't care. Just don't get it, man. So we, we got anything else to discuss here? Before yeah. we uh, decide to Pack get it out of here, pack uh, it up, hit the road. We will be back with another episode, so just stay tuned. If you like what you uh, hear, just message us for more. Yeah, we uh, kind of do these things on the random right now. We, ha we have no kind of... Content. No, no kind of, you know, regular schedule for this shit. We just... Today, we just decided we were out driving about. Started talking about the Christine thing, and I'm, we're like, hey, this could be a good podcast. So that's exactly yeah. what we did. And we're called Two Guys Talking on the Beach. That's just our thing. Yeah, that, that, that's the title for this one. Two Guys Talking on the Beach. Watching this guy, Para, para Sand. He's sail. still out here. That guy's got a heart. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but he's out here with the parasol. I, I, I don't really understand if you're if the whole chasing down thing. Are you, like, trying to pull it back to get, to get back into the water? Him. We should be like, do you need help? <laughs> I don't know, man. That's a long fucking walk out there. It looks, yeah. Not really. It's not really that long. Just kind of. And what, what the fuck's this guy doing with the, is that a tent? Uh, you have to see, you have to see it and kind of get what we're talking about. But, yeah, good, good talking about wrestling, talking about. Christine. Christine. And bullies. Bullies, Yeah. They, did you have a bully when you were in school? Did you have yes, anyone who bullied you? I had a small Mexican kid that used to bully the shit out of me, but he was a verbal bully. He wasn't the uh, a physical one. I think I kind of was the bully. I wasn't really bullied per se. When you had hair? Yeah. <laughs> that would have been funny to see. When I had my greaser hair? That would have been funny to see. When I had a bowl cut? Remember when bowl cuts were popular? Yeah. When a bowl cut? That on you, I just uh, I can't see it right. Because you only ever knew me bald. But all right, folks, till next time, sign off. Take care, people. We'll be back soon.